Praise God, praise God. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Pastor Mike here. Why don't we get started with prayer? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord God, we thank you so much for this time that we are about to have with you, Lord. We pray that, Heavenly Father, that your Holy Spirit will minister to every single listener that would be here today, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Speak to their hearts, O oh Lord God. You know what's going on in their minds and in their lives, O oh Lord God. So speak to them in your own special way, O oh Lord God. We love you and we praise you. We give this time and this space entirely over to you, Heavenly Father. Take it where you will for your honor and glory and praise. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, praise God, praise God. Who's happy to be alive because this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be oh so glad in it. Amen, amen. Well, here we are. Time is uh, moving along rapidly and we see the holidays uh, is upon us and particularly Thanksgiving will be in a few days and everything. And I can't believe how quickly the year is gone and everything is just flying by. And um, for this Thanksgiving coming up, we're all looking forward to gathering around the table with our family and friends, loved ones, and so on, you know, to partake of a good meal. Amen. Amen. But the, uh, the, the question for today is, though, is that with Thanksgiving coming upon us, that it should be a time of reflection also about whether or not we should only give thanks on this one day a year. Okay. Should we all just wait until this one day a year to gather together to give thanks? So we wait for one whole year before we give thanks to God individually, you know, or even better still, collectively as a family. Amen. So we wait the whole year, you know, as usual, let's go straight to the word of God. Okay. And we're going to start by going to uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and we're going to go to verse number 16. This would be a good time to say to you, by the way, if you don't have your Bible, please hit pause and Go and get your Bible and then maybe a piece of paper and a pencil or, or pen to, to write with and take some notes as Holy Spirit so guides you. You know, it's important that as we are, whenever we're doing these messages or, or if you're in church in the sermon, you know, bring your Bible, bring something to write with and let Holy Spirit impress upon you important things uh, that may come up during the message that you would want to refer to later on. Amen. Amen. God is good all the time. Amen. So going to 1 Thessalonians 5 and starting with verse number 16. Rejoice evermore, okay? Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. Underline that if you don't already have it underlined. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Okay? So we see that, that this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, that we should pray without ceasing and that we should give thanks in everything. So that right away, starting out this message here, we see that giving thanks is not something that we do for one specific occasion. Okay? It says there, pray without ceasing and in everything, give thanks. So that, that encompasses everything, not just the one day a year. Okay. I love to see what the word of God always has to say. So let's go to Psalm 95. I want to go to Psalm 95. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 95. And we're going to start with verse number one. Psalm 95, verse number one. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving 
and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. Amen. Amen. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. That means that we should go before God at all times with thanksgiving in our hearts, thanking him for all things, both great and small. And I like the part where it says, make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is great and a great king above all gods. Make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. You know, psalms were originally sang. Okay, music, the music were put to music. The words were put to music. So when we are in our worship services or when you're at home even, you don't have to wait till you're in church in your worship service to, to sing unto the Lord, to sing psalms unto the Lord, okay? And to make a joyful noise, you know. I am not a singer. I don't have the greatest melodious voice. But when we're doing praise and worship and whatnot, I forget about those that are around me because this is the time that you're relating to God one-on-one. -on -one. And don't worry about how great you sound. Just go on and sing him. I guarantee you, I promise you, God is not worried about what kind of perfection, how, what kind of a voice that you have. The fact is from your heart, you are praising God. So make a joyful noise unto, uh, unto him with, with psalms, okay? So we see here that the word of God is speaking about praising God and giving thanks. Okay, we look at another one. Uh, let's go to Philippians 4. Go to Philippians 4. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Philippians 4. And we want to start with verse number 4. And we've been here many times. Philippians 4, verse number 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. Men, the, the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, don't worry for anything, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, okay, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And what will happen? And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Okay? So be careful for nothing. Don't be carrying your worries around. That's one thing. It starts right out the box by saying, okay, stop carrying such a burden on your back all the time about things going on in your life. Give it to God and then leave it with God. Don't try to fix it yourself. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, again, the importance of us giving God thanks for everything. Okay? And giving God thanks for all things. Let your requests be made known to God. And then when you do that, the peace of God, which passes all understanding. When you remember to do these things, you get in the habit of giving thanks to God and praying to God constantly and, and always seeking his face and giving your worries, giving your concerns to him. There will be a peace that will descend upon you that will pass all understanding. You will, will not, if you stop and ask yourself, well, gee whiz, how can I be peaceful during this time? I got all this going on, you know, the, you know, you know financial issues, there, there's infirmity, there's sickness, you know, my family member, my job, you or COVID-19, whatever it is that's going on that you're worrying about, you give it to God and you praise him and you thank him for what you have. Thank him for what you have. Don't wait until Thanksgiving. Thank him now for what you have. All things, both good and things that are not so good. Thank him. Because even when, we, when, you, when, you, when you have things coming into your life that are troubling you, you know, and you're praising God and you're praising God, you're thanking him for knowing the fact that he's going to deliver you. Okay, and even when things are going on difficult in a difficult way in your life, uh, um, uh, with you giving thanksgiving and praise and worship during that particular time, it'll give you strength. It'll give you strength to move on, knowing that God is there. Amen. Amen. So, 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 don't get so worried to the point. You know, we almost say, "Well, Pastor Cobb, you know, that the house is collapsing around me. How can I give thanks?" And give thanks for the fact that you're still breathing. <laughs> 
Okay, you can give thanks for the fact that you're still breathing. Give thanks for the fact that you have a loving father who's going to deliver you through all of that. Okay, well, you know, at the present time, it may seem difficult for you. You give thanks to God knowing that he's going to deliver you. Amen, amen. Giving thanks with all things. Let your requests be made known unto God. And then when you do that, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, a peace will come upon you, which if you stop and think about it, you may not even realize, well, gee whiz, how am I feeling so peaceful? Gee whiz, all this, how am I feeling so peaceful? Because it's God's peace, which goes beyond your understanding. It's God's peace knowing that he's going to, to deliver you, that he's there with you, that he indeed will, will bring you through. He will bring you through. Many of us, many of us are dealing with dreams. You know, many of us have desires for direction and challenges in, that, in this life. You know, that's a part of everyone's life. We have direction. Just when you think you have something licked and you licked and you, you've accomplished it and, and things are going smooth, there'll be something else that comes up because it's called life. It's called life, you know. And God gave us his word. Jesus gave us his word. Jesus gave us his teachings, knowing full well. You know, that we will have these things that will come upon us, okay? Jesus said that you will have tribulations, okay? You will, but he's greater than all of that, amen, amen? So when we're thinking about those things, we have to remember who God is and what Jesus has given us, you know? Many times we feel like there are no answers and we are unsure, and we're unsure of the future, and we don't know where to turn, you know? Many times have you been there before? You don't have the answers and you really don't know where to turn, all right? For those who are, who are tired, with the monotony of life and those praying for a breakthrough, God wants to do something new in your life, okay? Understand that, okay? Okay, many of us are tired and we need a breakthrough. Well, God wants to do something new in your life. You've heard me say this to you before, okay? And Holy Spirit is quickening me again to bring this in into, into this particular message that you have to be reminded that God is going to do a new thing. Your life may feel monotonous. Your life may feel stale. You, you're kind of looking out there and you're kind of saying, well, Jesus, what's, what, what's, what's tomorrow going to bring? What is next week going to bring? I have this going on in my life. I have this going on with a family member. I have this going on with my finances, my health, my health. And, and so what's going to be to be, be for this for tomorrow? Well, I'm telling you again to remind you that God is going to do a new thing in your life. Amen. Amen. So with that, let's go to Isaiah uh, 43. Isaiah 43. And we want to start with verse number 18. Okay. Isaiah 43, verse 18. Remember you not the former things. All right. Again, don't dwell on the past. You've heard me say this many times in many of these messages. Remember you not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Don't be dwelling in the past. We learn from our past, but we don't dwell there. We don't live there in the past. Behold, I will do a new thing. Verse 19, underline. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now shall it spring forth and shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Okay, I will even make a way in the, in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen. The word says, I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. What is a desert? We'll talk about that just for a moment. What is a desert? Here are three characteristics of, of a desert. Okay. 
First of all, it's a very hot place. <laughs> we all know that. It's a very hot place. Some of us right now are feeling tense and heated up inside, though outwardly we may appear to be cool and, and relaxed and in control of everything. But deep inside, there's a fire that's, that, that's roaring and burning because of the fact of these so-called uncertainties in your life, the things that are going on. But God will indeed open a new way. You will be cooled and comforted by the Holy Spirit. Okay, let me say that again. You will be cooled and comforted by the Holy Spirit. Do you not believe this? All right. Holy Spirit is there to comfort you. He, he is the comforter, as Jesus said, I will send you the comforter. Okay, so you'll be cooled and comforted by the Holy Spirit, and the heat in your heart will be cooled in the name of Jesus, all right? And I prophesy upon that to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever is going on in your heart right now, if you turn to the Lord God Jehovah, seek Jesus' faith, face and have faith and trust in him, your heart will indeed be cooled. Your heart will be cooled. Holy Spirit will give you the comfort that you need right now, right this moment as you're hearing my voice. The Holy Spirit will be bring peace and calm to you right now as you're hearing this message. Amen. Amen. So you need to start giving thanks to God now. Start giving thanks to God now for cooling and comforting uh, for you because you believe that he will and can cool and comfort you. Amen. So start thanking him now. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus for bringing this cool and comfort and relaxation to me amongst all of the storm that's going on in my life. In, in, in the light of all of the heat that's in my life, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, give me your cooling and give me your comfort right now. That's where you start and you thank him for that. You thank him in advance for giving you that, that blessing. Amen. Amen. The other thing about a desert is that it's impossible to figure out direction. Right? The desert looks the same all around and one cannot know the way forward. So if you're in your desert right now and you're looking all around you, you're looking all around and you're thinking and you're pondering, oh, gee whiz, oh, gee whiz, and you can't figure out what is the direction I need to go in, what is the direction I need to take to get out of this turmoil, to get out of this mess that I'm in, you are in this particular, you are in your desert right now, okay? That's one of the characteristics of a desert. You look around and you can't see direction. You don't know where, where to go. You don't know how to go forward. Okay, in your desert experience, you might be wondering, how will I get out? How do I move forward? And be, and perhaps others that you know, you know, others that you know in your church, in your family, on your job or whatever, you know, they've gotten breakthroughs. They've received their breakthroughs, and you feel like a failure because you haven't seen your breakthrough yet, and you simply do not know how to succeed. Okay, you look around you, you know, and you see all those people that you know, you know, they're succeeding in getting things accomplished, you know, the things within their families, things within their jobs, especially now with this economy that's going on and everything. Many of us are wondering how are we going to make ends meet and will this ever end or what direction should I go in? You know, there may be some things right now, there may be some opportunities that you're wrestling with. In, in, in the light of this, of all of this economic, all up, uh, economic upheaval and other things that's going on, you know, the COVID and everything, and you don't know what, what direction you need to take to get out of this desert that you're in, now is the time to start giving thanks to God. Start giving thanks to God and know that in spite of the fact that your heart is feeling heavy, in spite of the fact that your heart is feeling heavy, to start knowing that he indeed will bring you out of the desert, okay, okay, and this is where you give him thanksgiving. You start saying, Lord, oh, God, thank you right now, because I know in spite of what's going on in my life, regardless of what is going on, regardless of what Johnny is doing, regardless of what this person is doing, regardless of how they've succeeded, they've succeeded I know that you're going to give me a breakthrough. And so I thank you right now in advance for getting me out of this desert, oh, Lord God. I give praise and I give thanksgiving to you in, in the name of Jesus for getting me out of this, okay? Okay. God will indeed make a road for you in the wilderness and exalt you higher than the others. 
Okay, he, what did he say in the, in the word in the word that we read before that he will indeed make a road? Okay, he will bring bring your road and bring water to this desert that you're in. So start giving thanks to God now. Again, I say, give thanks to God now for giving you a breakthrough because you believe that he will give you a, give you a breakthrough. Okay. Pray exactly like that. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I praise you. I magnify thy name, Lord, because I know that you will give me a breakthrough and get me out of this situation. You will get me out of this current desert that, that I'm in. Heavenly Father, I praise you and I thank you for bringing me through. And I'm not going to be looking at Johnny or Mary over here. I'm not going to try to be like the Joneses, oh Lord God. My heart, my heart and my love for you. My heart is with you. My heart is in you, Lord. And so I thank you right now for bringing me through this desert. Okay? All right? Remember that he has a plan for your life. He has a plan. So seek his face. He has a plan for your life. Seek his face. You know, I'm sure many of us have out there have, have had jobs where you would sit down with your boss and do an annual uh, performance review, you know, and I guess they're still doing these these days in secular organizations, you, you know, and your boss will say, okay, we're going to set up some goals. We're going to give you a plan for the next year in your particular job. I want to move you on. I want to move you on to this particular thing, and I have a plan for you. This is a performance plan that I'm going to give you. Well, guess what? God has a performance plan for you. God has a performance plan for you. But the only way you're going to know what that performance plan is and what God's expectations of you are, just like your boss will sit down during that meeting and will tell you what his expectations for you are, okay? God has a plan for your life, and he has expectations. But you won't know that if you don't sit down with him. You won't know that if you don't seek his face. You don't know that if you don't go and talk to him. Amen, amen. And you need to give him those thanksgivings. Give him those thanksgivings now. Don't wait till till, uh, till next Thursday or whenever it's going to be. <laughs> I'm losing track of time here. The thanksgiving's around the corner. But don't wait until Thanksgiving to just give him thanks then. Start giving those thanks right now. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. If you're in a desert experience right now, the clock is ticking. You don't need to stay there. God can get you out. So praise him and thank him for, for the fact that you know that he is going to get you out. Amen. So give the thanksgiving right now. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait anymore. Jesus declared, Jesus declared that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Okay. Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. Okay, well, if he's the way, then that means that he's the one to follow because that's direction for you right now. Okay, so if you have Jesus, that means that you have some direction. You have some direction. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the truth. If you know Jesus, then being that Jesus is the truth, that means then you can't be fooled. Okay, you can't be lied to because Jesus is the truth. If you know Jesus and you have him in your heart and in your life, you're not going to be so easily, so readily deceived because you will know truth. You'll be able to separate truth from fiction, truth from lies, you know, Truth from deception, because you have Jesus, you have Holy Spirit that is in you. So don't be so quick to be to be swayed by what you're hearing on TV and what you're reading in the newspaper, what your next door neighbor may say, what what a peer may say, a coworker may say. Jesus is the way, He's the truth, and He's the life. And if you have Jesus, He's the truth. So you will not be so easily easily uh, deceived. Okay, okay. And if He's the life, meaning that that if you're in Jesus Christ, then you have life. You cannot die. You cannot die. I'm not talking about physical death because the word of God says that we are all, we are, we are all to experience the physical death. I'm talking about spiritual death, which is the important part of life, okay, which is the important part of life. Right? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. In Jesus Christ, you have life eternal, saint of God. Believe that. Believe that. You know, on a side note here, I'm not going to go too deep in this, but the fact that you know that you have eternal life. Do you ever stop and think about it that this desert experience that you may be going through right now is but a temporary thing 
on the grander scheme. There's a scheme and a plan for your life which extends into eternity. Okay? Eternity does not have a clock. If you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that means that after you leave this physical life, after you leave this physical body, that your spirit, if you're a child of God, will go on to be with the Lord into eternity, into eternity. Okay? Okay? That's a long time. And that's a long, long time of just wondrous living, wondrous life, you know, being able to praise God, being able to see God, to see Jesus, and to just commune with God and communicate and praise Him and praise Him and praise Him. And, you know, there's so much to look forward to that makes things, the problems of this life look minuscule. You know, it really makes things of this life look like, this is but a, a passing time. This is but a passing time, which it is. It's a passing time. Amen. So just have thinking, start thanking God and praising God, knowing that he is indeed that is going to bring you, bring you through. Start thanking God and giving thanks now for giving direction in your situation. And because you believe that he will give you the, the direction to get you to where he wants you to be. Okay. That's what you give him thanks for. Believing and knowing that he's going to give you the, the way. Give him thanks for the fact that he's interested and loves you enough to want to do this for you. That he knows that, that you're struggling, all right? And that he's going to bring you through. Give him thanks and praise for it. Amen? The third characteristic of the desert, you know, it's a dry place. We all know that. And there are no provisions or resources in the desert. Okay? There's no water, you know? There's no food out there. There's no water to quench your thirst. And the devil may be exploiting or taking advantage of the worry in your hearts about various issues, Okay? Because of the fact you don't have the resources right now, you don't have the water, so to speak, the devil may be taking this opportunity to really pile it on. See, you're going to die out here. You're going to die in this heat. You're going to die in the heat of this situation that you're in. You're going to perish. You're not going to succeed. You, you know, you're, you're going to wind up getting fired. You're going to wind up getting sick. You're going to do this. You're not going to be able to pay the rent or the mortgage. You're not going to be able to buy food. There's not going to be paper goods on the shelves in the store and everything like that. You know, and you start worrying about every single little thing because when you're in this dry place, the devil knows that and he tries to just, just pile on with more and more anxiety, more and more worries for, worry for you. Okay? Okay. But realize that the Holy Spirit will make you free. The Holy Spirit will make you free today. The Holy Spirit is going to make you free today. I prophesy that upon you also. The Holy Spirit is going to make you free today. There's going to be something that's going to click. There's going to be something that's going to click in here, in here. That what you're hearing is truth. That what you're reading in the Word of God is indeed truth. It's going to click. And that is going to set you free. If you're really serious about the Lord, you really love Jesus Christ, you believe that God is indeed who he says he is and that he's given you the Holy Spirit, okay? Jesus died for your sins. You're born again. You're set free. And that's going to finally click. And today, you're going to be set free. You're going to be set free from this worry. You're going to be set free from all of the fears that you have. You're going to be set free from all of the anxiety and the worry and whatnot because you're going to get start giving thanks. You're going to give God thanks today for hearing this message. You're going to give God thanks today for putting this message across your path. Okay, however you came about it, whether a friend sent you the link to these broadcasts or whether you just stumbled upon it, Holy Spirit guided you there. Holy Spirit guided you to this moment. So start giving thanks to God today, now. Don't wait until Thanksgiving. Start giving God thanks now. Start thanking God for being who he is. Start thanking God, Lord, I thank you for loving me so much that you would send your only begotten son that I may have eternal life. Oh, Lord God, I just praise you. I just magnify thy, thy holy name. There is none other like you, Lord. There is none other above you. Lord, I give you thanks. Thank you for delivering me from the situation, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for, for healing me. All right? 
Right? Thank you, Lord God, for giving me the ability to pay the mortgage or the rent this month. Thank you, Lord God, for helping me to be able to find toilet paper and paper towels, oh Lord God. Oh God, thank you for this parking space. Thank you, Lord God, for getting me in and out of the gas station quickly. You know, I think I told you this before that I even pray for parking spaces. When I'm going into the mall or wherever it is going shopping, that I'll be able to find one. And then when I find that space, convenient space, I thank God for it on the spot. Amen. Amen. Did I, did I tell you? I think I've, I've told you that before. Okay, I pray for waiting on lines in the gas station, okay, because I one thing I hate to do is I hate to wait on line in the gas station. And again, maybe that's something that goes back to the 70s when, when there was a, a significant gasoline shortage. And I remember sitting on line for hours waiting to, to get to the point where I get my, my, uh, my, uh, my trunk, uh, uh, my gas tank filled. You know, where you had to go by the, the last digit of your license plate, whether it was an odd number or an, or an even number. Okay, if you had an even number license plate, that meant that you could only get gas on an even numbered day. I remember that. So therefore, to this day, when I go to a gas station, I just out of habit, Lord, let me be able to get in and out of the gas station quickly. And then when that happens, I give thanks. Thank you, Lord God, for getting me in and out of that gas station quickly. Thank you for the parking space, oh Lord God. You know, so get in the habit of giving thanks all of the time. The word of God says, to pray without ceasing. Get in the habit of giving God the thanks and giving him the glory. All right? Start giving thanks to God now for giving direction in the situation that you are indeed in. Start giving thanks to God right now. Don't wait until Thanksgiving. The Holy Spirit, like I said, will make you free today and reveal unto you more than one way of supernatural provisions. Okay? God is in the business of doing things supernaturally. And when I say supernaturally, okay, I'm not talking about something spooky and creepy, okay? Supernatural means super means outside of or above or beyond. Super, outside of or above or beyond the natural, okay? Okay, outside or above the natural. The natural are things that we can basically control for the most part. Supernatural are the things that God controls, okay? So God can bring the supernatural healing, the supernatural freedom, the supernatural peace of his, peace of his kingdom into your natural environment where you are. He can bring the supernatural workings and, 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 and miracles into, into your space where you are today regarding your health, regarding your finances, regarding your family member, regarding your children, your wife, your husband, whomever it may be. God can bring the supernatural work of, of, of his kingdom into your natural realm, amen, where you indeed will benefit, where he will take you out of the desert, out of this experience that you're going through right now, but it all starts with you praising and giving thanks to him, all right? So don't waste any more time. Start praising and giving thanks to God, giving thanks now for setting you free because you believe that he will and can set you free. God has promised not a river, but many rivers in the desert. That will, that's what we read in Isaiah 43, verse number 19. Okay, he'll promise you, he promised many rivers in the desert. Okay, but I'm here to tell you today again that there's going to be a breakthrough in your life and you'll be amazed at what God is going to do in your life. Okay, now, now if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I don't know how God's going to get me out of this mess. Well, then that's, a, that's an attitude adjustment that you need really quickly. It's the attitude adjustment you need. That's a spiritual adjustment that you need. Okay, if you start thinking that whatever you're into right now is too hard for God to do. Our God is the God of the impossible. Our God, okay, our God. Okay, Elohim, El Shaddai, he's our God. Jehovah, he's, he's our God. I'm not talking about some other gods that may be out there, some other old mystical gods. I'm talking about the one and only true God who is your heavenly father, who is your heavenly father, okay, okay? And whether you believe it or not, God created you, okay, okay? You're not a product of evolution. 
You just didn't crawl up out of some swamp or out of, you know, some primordial soup and then, you know, crawl up on the land and then eventually become an ape or a monkey and then all of a sudden, boom, poof, and then into mankind. It's the most ridiculous theory I've ever heard. I've ever heard. Okay, there is no missing link. There is no link between us and chimpanzees or gorillas. There is no link. We are a unique creation of God. Are you, you are a unique creation of God, and he has a plan for your, for your life. Okay, the difference between man and animals and whatnot, where there is no link is between is that we have a spirit. We have a spirit that can relate and link to, the, to, to God, who is spirit. Amen, amen. We will go on and live, and live in heaven with God as a spirit being. Okay, we have spirits. Animals don't have spirits. Okay, a gorilla, a dog, a dog. They they, they have they have our, um they have emotions, which is their personality and so forth. Okay, but they, they don't have spirit. They have no awareness of God. We are the only creature that creature that God has created created that uh, that has the ability to link with God, to relate to God, to speak to God, to pray to God. Animals don't know how to do that. Amen. Amen. So God has promised you you his, his loved one. You know you know you, you are his child. God is your heavenly father. Whether you know it or not, God is indeed your father. He is your creator. He wants to deliver you. He wants to bring you through this. So start giving him thanks right now. Start giving him thanks, okay? And there's going to be a breakthrough. Again, I prophesy that over your life right now, that there's going to be a breakthrough. You are going to get out of this mess, whatever it is that, you're, that is troubling you, in the name of Jesus, God is going to bring you through. So start giving thanks to God now for giving you that very breakthrough. Receive it. Today you will see, you will receive some of the deeper knowledge that God wishes you to understand to get you what you need to have uh, for this breakthrough. And how will this happen? How, how is this going to happen? You say to me, well, God will do a miracle for his people when they show forth his praise and give thanks. This is going to be the thing that's going to trigger it. You know, we, we, need, we, we need, need a revival within the body of Christ to turn to the basic things, which is worship and praising and, and giving thanks to God. We need to need return to the, to, the, to, the, uh, to the basics. You know, we need a revival. Re revival means a new life, bringing back, bringing back life to a, to a situation, bringing back life into our working experience. You know, those that don't know, know Jesus, the rest of the world, what they need is they need an awakening. You know, so there's two things. We need a revival, which a revival means uh, is from the French, actually, uh, viva is life, you know. So you need a newness of life, a revival of life. But the world that doesn't know Jesus, they need an awakening, okay? They need an awakening, okay? Okay? okay. If you're a born-again child of God, you don't, need, you, don't need, you don't need an awakening. You need a revival, amen? And God's going to bring that, going to bring that to your life. He's going to bring that to your life in the form of a breakthrough, which is going to make your eyes go open like this, wow, and say, oh, wow, Lord, I missed that. How did I miss that all this time? How did I miss it? How did I not see? How did I not see? Okay, well, the Holy Spirit is opening your eyes and your ears today so that you can see and understand exactly what God has in store, exactly what he has in mind, mind for you. He's going to do this, mir this miracle when we start giving God praise and giving thanks. Don't try so hard to find a solution with your intellect or your knowledge, but rather look to the face of Jesus, okay? And that's where we trip up and make mistakes. We try to find answers to our lives with our own, our own intellect. You know, we try to sit down and calculate, you know, this is what I can do to get out of this mess. You know, we take a piece of paper and a pencil and we do that old pros and con column. You know, here's all the pros, here's all the cons about making this decision, okay? Don't try and solve it yourself. This is a God thing. This is a God thing. The situation that you're wrestling right now, this is a God thing, okay? You can't figure your way out of this. You need to simply surrender and say, okay, Lord, I give it to you. I'm not going to carry this burden anymore. Lord, Lord God, and I praise you and I thank you, Lord God, because I believe, 
I believe that you're going to bring me out of this. And so I thank you, Heavenly Father. I praise you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to sing psalms to your name. I'm going to sing psalms to your holiness. I'm going to sing psalms to your greatness. I'm going to just praise you and thank you for all things, both great and small. Yes, Lord, I'm even going to thank you for this challenge that I have right now because I know that it is through this challenge that I will find strength and faith in you. It is through this challenge that I'm going through that it shall increase my faith and increase my strength in you. Knowing, just like David said, the same way God delivered me from that bear and from that lion, God will also deliver me from that giant Goliath that I'm going to battle with right now. Remember what God has done for you in the past. Remember how God brought you through other situations and give him thanks right now, believing that he's going to bring you through whatever it is that's going, going on in your life right now. So don't try so hard yourself to figure it out. Amen. Once you begin to praise and thank God, his hand will, will start working a miracle for you. Okay. You'll start seeing the miracles work in your life. Okay. Thanksgiving can be done while you're waiting for the blessing to come through. Thanksgiving can, can be done while you're waiting for that blessing, blessing to come through. Okay. Praise is given, given even before the promise is fulfilled. Amen. Amen. You don't praise him just when things are going right. Okay. You don't praise him when things are going good. You praise him in particular when things are going bad in your life, when things are going tough in your life, you know? It's easy to praise somebody, easy to love somebody when everything is going good in that relationship, okay? And everything good is going good in the rest of your life. It's easy to praise and love someone, okay? Can you praise and love someone when things are not going so well? Well, maybe things are not going so well right now. But now the God that we have, our loving Father God, wants us to praise and give him thanks at all things. And this is when he can roll up his sleeve and say, ha-ha, now, now is the time. Now is the time to show my son. Now is the time to show my daughter this breakthrough that I have before them. Amen, amen. Don't forget, praise is an expression of faith. Don't forget that too. Okay, let me say that again. Praise is an expression of faith. If you can praise God when things are not going so well, if you can give thanks when things are not going so well, that is an expression of your faith in God, okay? You're not just waiting until it happens. You're not just waiting in, until the breakthrough comes. You're not just waiting until the money to pay the mortgage or the rent all of a sudden shows up. You're not just praising and giving thanks, you know, when you're all of a sudden miraculously healed. You're praising and giving thanks all the, all of the, uh, all the while, while you get there because of the fact you have the faith knowing that God is indeed going to bring you through, okay? That's what's moved, that is what moves the hand of God, okay? In Acts 16, we're not going to go there right now. Acts chapter 16, you can read it. It's, an, it's a fascinating chapter there when um, Paul and Silas are, um, are, were arrested and put in prison. Okay, and what did it say there? It says there that they praised and they worshiped and so forth, and all of a sudden the gates swung open. The gates swung open from their praising. They didn't try to figure out an escape plan. Okay, they didn't ask each other, Jesus, do, do you have a file? <laughs> do you have something we can dig with, dig under the gate? Do you have some kind of way we can get out of here? No, 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 no. The first thing they started doing it, the word of God says that they praised. Acts chapter 16, read it sometimes. It's a fascinating, fascinating read there in scripture. Okay, and by them praising God and worshiping God the way they did, man, oh man, boy, it says that the gate swung open and they walked out of there. All right, so even when your breakthrough is not in sight, start praising and worshiping him, okay? Right now, today, tonight, whenever it is that you're listening to this message, okay, it may not seem like it's possible right now for you to be delivered from the situation, for you to be shown the way out of that desert experience that you may be in, okay? But you start praising and you start thanking God, okay? Matter of fact, I, I just, I just want to go there quickly, real quickly. Let's go to um, Acts. Let's go to Acts or... Uh, Acts 16. 
and I'm going to get past the first part of Acts 16, if you start with verse number one. Uh, here's where it talks about they are uh, going into the town there and where the woman uh, was doing uh, demonic things and calling up spirits and things like that. And Paul exposed what she was doing. Okay, but then when you get to verse number 25, get to verse number 25, and it says, And at midnight, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. They're in jail at this time. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Okay, and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Okay, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's hands were loosed, okay? And the, the keeper of the prison, awaking, awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had, had uh, fled. Paul cried out with a loud voice saying, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Amen. So the doors open. The, the jailer, I mean, he was worried that he thought that he was going to be blamed for the prisoners escaping. So he was going to commit suicide. You know, and Paul told him, don't do it. Okay. But it says that suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's hands were loosed. Okay. And I'm saying to you today that if you start praising and giving thanks to God, there's going to be an earthquake in your life that's going to shake loose that demonic bondage that is holding you in whatever desert or whatever prison that you're in relative to finances, infirmity, uh, uh, marital problems, uh, family matters, whatever that thing is that's, that, that, that's holding you captive right now. You start praising God. You start praising God and giving thanks and you're going to find that that situation that you're in, the doors, the chains that are holding you are going to be broken. They're going to be broken. And the gates will open up wide and you shall walk free. And you shall walk free in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 This is going to happen to you. So expect this breakthrough. Okay, this is not a game that we're playing, not at all. This thing called life is not a game. Christian life is not a game. Christian life is a way of life. This isn't something that we put on on Sundays. This isn't something, something that we do one day a week. This is something that we do 24-7, okay? 365 days a year. Amen, amen, amen. So, so get that deeply rooted in your spirit and start trusting God and start praising him and start giving him thanks and watch the gates to your prison be flung open wide and you, in the name of Jesus, shall walk free. You, in the name of Jesus, shall walk free. This I say to you today. Amen. 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 So you, you just remember again, in closing here, Thanksgiving's around the corner, but you start praising him from the time you hit the stop button on this message. You start praising him. Start giving God thanks from the time you hit stop on this message. Amen. 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 Gather your wife, gather your husband, gather your children, gather your family, family members, wh wh whomever you are around, whomever you're with. Get into a, a, an attitude of praising and giving thanks to God right now as soon as you hang up off on this message. You need the help. You need the help. God knows that you need the help. God knows what your situation is like. So wh why drag it on? You're the only one that's suffering through this. God does not want you to suffer, saint. God does not want you to suffer. So start praising him and start thanking him and watch the gates be exploded and you shall walk free in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Why don't we, uh, um, why don't we pray 
In closing, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for this time and this space that we, the time and place that we've had with you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for this message today. We thank you for your words, O oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for simply being our Heavenly Father and loving us so much. Heavenly Father, as we go on through the balance of the day and week ahead of us, O oh Lord God, let us remember these words. Let us remember these words and keep them deeply planted within our spirits, O oh Lord God. And let us continually remember, O oh Lord God, and to get it to, get it to the point that it, it is a habit, O oh Lord God, that we give you praise and give you thanks for all thing, things, both great and small. I thank you again, Lord God, for this time that we've had. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, 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 amen. Praise God. If these messages are being a blessing to you, then uh, why don't you uh, um, pass the link to these messages on to someone that you love, or even someone that's giving you a hard time, give them the link to it. Uh, we can be reached at www.genesis1, one word, www.genesis1.sermon.net. And if you look in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a subscribe button. Click on that subscribe button, and then you'll be notified automatically when these messages are made available. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. We praise you and thank God for you. And, and go forth and be blessed. And remember always that Jesus is Lord. And I sing praises to your name.